Today marks the accomplishment of a lot of firsts for me. My first time being in a relationship, my first time being married, my first time being in love. Well, hopefully. Experts hit it. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think I can do this. I don't want to marry a stranger. Oh. Wait, who was that? Chloe? Or was that the runaway bride? Oh, what's up, guys? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It is the Married at First Sight edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. It's the one and only Teresa right there. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Oh, Michael. Did you like my new accent? How's everyone doing? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're so chill. What a cool guy over there. Wow. What I'm a cool just guy. trying something new. Let's do it again. How's everyone doing? <laughs> I want to. I want to do it now. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode. Oh, but you need to be a little more chill. What's up, guys? <laughs> now you're just flirting. Oh. What's up, guys? You have to be like this. Sup? Sup, guys? <laughs> Anyways, woo! I don't know. I don't even know what to think anymore. I don't even know what's happening to the show anymore. I'm going to say, Chloe stinks. Chloe stinks. I'm, <laughs> after this episode, I'm so team Teresa, obviously team Michael. Chloe stinks and Brennan really stinks. It really stinks. Listen, Chloe seems like a nice woman. I just don't see her with Michael. And I think she stinks because... It's getting to her that she's the second choice. She was so pumped before the wedding. Mm. I think the fact that she's learning that she's the second choice, she didn't get the honeymoon that they, everyone did. They kind of rushed up. They, their honeymoon was one hour and nine minutes from their house. You Colorado Springs, Colorado Springs, Colorado. It's one hour yeah. and nine minutes from Denver. Yeah, it was a staycation, not a honeymoon. Yeah. But... Here's here's my issue with that line of thinking. You can't take that on on Michael that you're the second choice. Michael didn't choose you second. The experts chose you second, if you want to think of it that way, but then said, you know, well, we messed up. And I get it. Maybe she's if she's putting that much faith in the experts, which you shouldn't, then sure, you think, well, why didn't the experts think I was right the first time? But you can't take it out on Michael. Oh, absolutely not. I love Michael. Michael's great. Here's why I also think it's not going to work. She is very vanilla. And I, I, I keep saying it, but she's just a very normal person. And there is nothing wrong with that. You do you. It's fine. However, Michael is a bold, bright guy who packed six luggage for the staycation, yeah. who cares about clothes and fun stuff and just being fabulous. Sooner or later, if they stay together, she's going to get annoyed by it or she needs to step up her game. You're 100% right. Chloe is giving midlife crisis vibes. Chloe's giving. Yeah. I, I just had some crazy near-death experience and now I'm changed. Like, the staycation was, I'm, I'm terrified of heights, but I'm going to climb this mountain. It's like, uh, stop. That Stop. looked like a lot of fun, by the way. It did look like a lot of fun, but we like doing things like yeah. that. Her whole being now is, I'm going to do the complete opposite of everything I ever thought I should ever do and wanted to do because something happened or, or it's a midlife crisis. It's like, stop. This is your life now. Yeah. You're married. 
relax. Like, go with the flow. Do what makes you happy. But it feels I don't like think she can. It feels like she's trying to do opposite day or something. You are absolutely right. Yeah. Um. But let's not do the whole show at the top. Real quick, a little business. We're on Supercast. We're on Patreon. What we're doing over there is talking about the single life and what a season it is. So if you want to hear our thoughts on that and a bonus every month if you're on the family affair level, you can do that. Join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Reality, or on Supercast at marythreality.supercast.com. Also, just follow us on Instagram. We're having fun over there. We post news, memes once in a while, scheduling updates, and... That's where you call in. Whenever we say call in, share your thoughts, slide into our DMs at Reality Pod. Yeah, guys, message us. I always read through all the messages and I always get to you guys. Please do it. I love it. I hearing, love hearing your thoughts on Instagram, on the Patreon. Just spread the love and talk to each other too. Yes. Also, make sure you're following us wherever you're listening right now. It's so easy to do. Just look down, smash that follow button. Guys. Smash like is as hot as the above mentioned rock climbing. Ah. Because that looked like so much fun that I want to fly to Colorado Springs and do it. Yeah, you don't want to smash into a rock, but smash like it's as hot as the yeah. rock. Yeah, it wasn't the real rock climbing because no. you, weren't, like, you weren't hooked. Yes, you were. Well, yeah, 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 but you had little handles you climb on. You yeah, didn't climb little... on the rock. What you are you didn't... talking about? She was... They were climbing on a rock. No, did you see they had little metal handles? They were pulling themselves up. Oh. It was it was something for beginners. Well, they didn't climb, but climb. Understood. Understood. But looked like fun. All right, Smash Like it's as hot as that. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do. We're suckers for a little love. And suckers. We would love if you could leave us a review. If it's a five-star review, we will read it on the Monday podcast. What? What? All right. That's it. Let's do it. Let's get into the show. Season 17, episode 15. It's another Michael and Chloe episode, so let's just start with them. Let's do it. So it's the morning, and they cuddled, which I guess they feel some sort of intimacy. There's a comfort level. There's definitely some affection being shown. Here's my first red flag. Here's my first Chloe red flag. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The four panic attacks at night? No, I'm not going to blame her for that. Okay, no. we, we all have our issues. Here's, <laughs> here's the first red flag. Well, I had the panic attacks because I didn't have my sound machine or my essential oil diffuser uh. or my humidifier. <laughs> Chloe stinks. <laughs> Chloe stinks, and that's probably why she needs an essential oil diffuser. But that's too much. It is, which makes me think that she probably doesn't travel often. She's a stay-at-home potato, which is perfectly fine. But I think Michael loves to travel. He loves to explore. It just keeps adding to the list of why they don't make a great match. Michael still hasn't said, oh, you look so beautiful. You look so cute. He said, cuddle me. I guess he likes that, but... I, I don't see, I don't see a chemistry. I don't see a love connection. I really don't. Yeah, they're touching each other. I don't know if they're forcing the touch or if they really do feel comfortable. But you're right. Michael's not outwardly claiming his affection or attraction no. to her. So, all right. But she did have a couple panic attacks. She says it only happens in the night. That makes life a little bit easier. A little bit, yeah. For Michael, I could see two beds in their future. But, all right, <laughs> off to a little bit of a rocky start. 
but she's she's there. So that's at least that's better than the first go around. True. And when they're eating breakfast, they're talking about the wedding. And Chloe says, well, touch is very important to me. It signifies that we're together. So please touch me. Mm -hmm. And I almost feel like she said it because he hasn't really. You don't ask for something you receive. Like you hug me all the time. I would never like, John, hug me because you hug me. I get it from you and I love it. So I I do ask it when I'm like, oh, give me a hug because I know you will. But she goes like, so I I love it. So please touch me. It's Uh, so needy. I'm going to disagree with you. All right. Let's hear that. I'm going to disagree with you. I feel like it's morning one. I don't think she would ask for it morning one if it wasn't already happening i think it was more of a keep it coming Mm. than a can you start i think she liked what was happening and it was like a keep it coming because i i like it i appreciate it i need it i don't think on morning one she would be saying where's where's the affection why aren't you touching me no that's not what she said she said please just touch me but you're saying you think it's coming from a place of the touching it right i disagree i think it's a keep it coming all right we'll see so Here's here's where this season is a disappointment for this couple is the honeymoon, the the staycation. It's like at how, least yeah, fly them to Montana or something. Like you're right. I think Chloe's a little disappointed that okay, I'm second best. I'm getting called in late. Now I don't even get to go to Cancun. I'm going to down the street. Literally, Colorado Springs, it takes me an hour to get elsewhere in traffic. That's how long it took them to get to the honeymoon. But I will say, this is that authentic honeymoon experience that the couples got the first seasons where it wasn't just a group excursion. The, True. the honeymoons have turned into a group excursion. This was back to basics. This was back to one-on-one, just us, all about us. I... I agree with you, but I just realized that I don't like it. It's boring. Bring the couples together. Oh. They, they drink, they party, they bring drama. I love to watch that. No, it was boring because Chloe's boring. True. It wasn't boring because they were one-on-one. I I disagree with you. And I'm not here for the entertainment. Yes, I am kind of. Yes, you are. But, I, but I believe in the process and it needs to be an authentic process of a couple exploring their relationship not five couples exploring each other's relationship i like okay i do miss the whole when they were looking for the house based on their budgets like i do miss that part i found it very interesting now maths just provides everything for them with a clean start yeah, it's not real all. it's not reality exactly I, I agree but i do like them going on the honeymoon together hmm. but also, you might be right because Chloe is very... There is nothing... Like, again, very nice lady, but there is nothing to her. Look at Michael. Michael's so fun, and I just... He just interests me to watch him. He packed six bags. I wish I had six bags. How, how did you pack six bags and not have a sound machine, oil diffuser, or humidifier in any of them? It's just the clothes. just the fashion. You got to stock up on the fashion. And I'm getting five more luggage for myself. <laughs> Next time we travel, I'm traveling with six. <laughs> Please don't. So <laughs> they, get, they get to the staycation. Maybe you missed silly Chloe. Didn't you see she was wearing a backwards hat? 
Oh, the backwards brides to be, or like <laughs> just just married. So silly. So wearing silly. a, ba- wearing She's a backwards such a silly hat. girl. <laughs> so today's adventuring day, and we're gonna go rock climbing. Yeah, honestly, the experts probably were like, who's the most boring person in the mix? It's Chloe. Let's make her the second wife. <laughs> That's literally what happened. Well, I don't think it's because she was boring. I think it was because she, they are going back on what they initially thought because they have to. So, of course, they're going to say, now nah, you're you, you, you were meant to be the one all along. We messed up. But what, it's not you. It's us. She, unless. It's unless. Not, yeah. Michael needs someone who's going to let him shine. Maybe. Maybe. I think, no, she she was runner up, second best. They obviously couldn't go with the first, so they chose her. Maybe she said, I want someone to pull out the silliness in me. I haven't seen it other than a backwards hat and an eyelash on the forehead. So silly. But here she is to overcome her fears, right? Which yeah. I don't think that's what... This process is about, but she's using it that way. Yeah. The only thing I like about Chloe is the fact that she adopts senior dogs. I'm a big fan of that. I'm all for I'm for adopting old dogs, but she has a senior dog. That's awesome. Everything else, I'm just like, do something. Yeah. Like, j- juggle or do <laughs> entertain me, right? Like, do something. Like, fall off the rock. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They finish the rock climbing adventure, sit down to talk about their other fears. Michael had a fear, has a fear of roller coasters that go upside down. Michael is my spirit animal with the fashion, with the fear slash respect of the ocean. The way he feels about the ocean is how I, the girl who lives in Florida, feels about the ocean. I loved looking at it. I love smelling it. Mm-hmm. I don't like being in it because I respect it with all the animals that live in and the waves. What do you call that? The weird wave that can like pull you in. The uh, rip current? The rip Undertow? current. I always see these um, graphics on Facebook when people try to explain it. Mm-hmm. Ugh, like There is a lot to the ocean and Michael, Michael knows it. He feels it. Yeah, you got to respect the ocean. You got to respect the ocean. Oh, it's a whole other world under there. It, it is. And we love looking at it. You do too. I like going in it. You I think, do? I think the ocean can heal. The ocean. I like sitting in it a little bit. The ocean is healing, but it's got to be a safe ocean. It's, gotta, yeah. it's not a red flag. A green flag ocean can heal. All the salt water. The waves, the sand, the, the sun. sharks. Well, let's not talk about that. Let's heal <laughs> for a moment. You know what heals <laughs> better? Looking at the ocean. I completely disagree. I it love can, looking it. Does, at, it can. It can yeah. heal. But getting in it, letting it wash over your body, the salt mm. water, it can heal. Okay. It could. It I think could. like scientifically. I think the salt water oh, is good it's for Scientifically you. for sure. I was about to push my dad when he was here, but I don't think he would get out. So... I just wanted him to heal. All right. So then they start talking after their fears. They start talking about support and what kind of support each other prefers. And Chloe says, well, I never ask for help. Apparently she asks to be touched, but she never asks for help. And she likes that Michael reminds her that she can lean on him. Yeah. And I could understand that someone who's been single for a long time, this is almost like a culture shock that you have someone 
yeah, you're such an independent yeah. person. Now you have this person. You got to learn how to live yeah. and function with another person. Yeah. That's real. That's. It is. And speaking of being real, like they keep having these conversation later on, having a dinner and drinks. And we learned that she's from Santa Fe. Yeah. Michael is from California, half Filipino, half Greek. So he's like half and half fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. And he originally connected more to the Filipino side, but now he's learning to appreciate that, that Greek side. And Greeks are wild. So I can totally see Michael being a little wild. Yeah. Like, love dancing, love drinking. Opa. Exactly. From California. That's why he's so fashionable. He said that too. He's like, I picked up my fashion style in California. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I'm a big fan of Michael, if you guys did not know that. Yeah, there, you, you can't say a bad word about Michael. No, and he's a, he seems like a nice person. Chloe said she grew up with a lot of diversity around her, so it kind of like introduced her to her passion that she helps people now. She mm -hmm. works with nonprofits, which is awesome. Like, that's great. I love that. Um, but then we learned something about Michael that I don't think she liked. So Michael's mom and sister who live in Vegas know he got married the first well, time. Well, tried to get married the first yeah. time. Yeah. They don't know. Well, sister knows, but mom doesn't know he did it again. Yeah. Oops. I get where he's coming from, though. I do, too. It didn't go well the first time. I so do, too. Why? why set mom up for this if it's not going to go well the second time. But imagine being Chloe and knowing like, all right, I was the second choice. Yeah. I got the whatever discount honeymoon just down the street. And now he's not even telling my mom about me. Again, it's hard to look at this objectively, but you have to look at it objectively. Michael didn't know he was going to marry Chloe. I'm I'm not saying that I I'm just saying how she is viewing things. I'm not. No, tell. I'm speaking. I'm I'm putting you in Chloe's shoes because oh. you're bringing up these points. Oh, I don't think she's happy that he didn't tell his mom. He didn't know he was going to marry her, so you can't take it personally, right? Now that he's met her, I would hope the call happens sooner than later if he's vibing her. Hey, yeah. mom, I'm married to this amazing woman. I can't wait for you to meet her. Let's get it on the books, but. She can't be mad that she's the second choice or she can be, but she can't put that on Michael. Michael's not the one who chose her second. Yeah. She can't be mad that he didn't tell his mom that he's going to get married a second time because he didn't know he was going to meet Chloe. Yeah. So. No, yeah, no, those are great points. So, yes, this may be weighing on her, but it, it really shouldn't. It no, really shouldn't. It, it shouldn't. And. They seem to be fine because they're doing this couple massage when they're I, talking about intimate stuff in front of two stranger ladies who are rubbing their backs. I don't understand couples massages <laughs> at all. There's too, too many people in that room. Just massage each other. If you guys are in the mood for a massage, the whole point to me, the whole point of a massage is to relax. Yeah. So I don't want to talk to you if I'm trying to relax. Also, if you have to have your head on the side for an hour, your neck's going to kill. Your head should be in the hole. Head in the hole? Yeah. Shut your pie hole. No talking. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Let's just enjoy this. Oh, right? yeah. I don't. Someone call in and I, and I have a feeling we'll get a few calls. Explain couples massages to me. Yeah, I don't get it. I, I now, don't like it. Now I've I, never had one, but. I get it if you're apprehensive about getting a massage. 
like the first time we did the float tank. Yeah. We did it together. And I loved it. It was fun for that reason, but I think it defeats the purpose of a float tank, which is to feel like you are completely isolated. It's because I got the salt water in my eyes and I was splashing it on a bit. No, it's because you literally are thinking about the other person there. You float into them once in a while. (laughs) It it literally defeats the purpose of a sensory deprivation tank. But you loved it. I loved it for that reason. But you don't get as much out of it as a completely solo isolation tank. True. So... Okay, if you're going into a couple's massage because you want a massage, but you're a little nervous about getting a massage alone, I get it. But if you enjoy a couple's massage, then I don't think you are actually enjoying what the massage experience is all about, which is just relaxing, enjoying peace and quiet, having a moment to yourself. Yeah. I just don't get it. No, I I totally agree. But it was good because then the women were asking so do you guys want to massage each other? And Clay was like, yeah, Michael, come touch me, massage me again. I think she's asking for it because she doesn't get it from him. Well, here's, here's what I really keyed into because you've mentioned it a couple times. He doesn't say outwardly, oh, you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm attracted to you. And there was no more clear, clear way to see it than here because she says literally says oh i think you're handsome mm-hmm. i think you're handsome i love your curly hair right and she said it multiple times he says oh yeah you're the type of person i'm normally attracted to i like your hair i like your lips He's calling out specific things, which to me is never a great sign. You're like, well, if I have to say something nice, let me find Mm -hmm. something I like about you. He never says in the general sense, or you're beautiful. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm so attracted to you. It's never a general statement. It's always like, um, if I had to say, uh, you got, you have nice lips. Yeah. So you may be right. He may not be totally digging her vibe. He is not. I think he's trying and they're connecting on the more of a, what do you call it? Not sexual, like uh, mental Uh, level. No. Maybe. What do you call it? There is a word. They all say it. Before you connect on the physical. Emotional level. Yeah. Yeah. Emotional level. But it's not going to get past it. I don't think he's attracted to her, even though he says he is. I think it's the same as many of them said, oh, I'm attracted to my wife. Well, give it a hot two episodes. Yeah. So they finish the couple's massage and the staycation continues. I mean, they really got the short end of the stick. Their honeymoon was rock climbing in room service. Yep. What is this, COVID? Yeah. It's, it's room service at the hotel room. And it keeps getting worse because reality is starting to set in for Chloe. And I thought, because they teased this scene. Yeah. And I totally thought it was editing when she was like, what I'm saying is, I don't know if I can do this. I totally thought she was fucking with him or it was editing. Oh, she's saying, yeah, like, I don't think I can do this because maybe he said, you need to start wearing more black. And she's like, oh, I don't think I can do you this You need anymore. to be sillier. I don't think I can. No, she was literally saying, 
I don't know if I can move in with you. I don't know if I can go back to the real world and be married to you. And I'm like, holy shit, not again. Yeah. What a what a failure, DP and SDP and PC. But he, Michael being awesome, he really, I don't want to say talked her out of it, but with his words, com- comforted her. So she felt comfortable and said, you know what? I'm I'm in this. I'm in this. I'm gonna keep going. For gets now. emotional, but yeah, I, I think she's terrified. I think she strikes me as someone who cares what people think about her. Of course, she's a perfectionist. And people gonna be saying, "Oh, she's the replacement wife," and I think it scares her. People gonna say, "Oh, you got the discount honeymoon." I think she cares about all this shit. You're- I don't think I don't think she cares. I mean, I don't know if she cares about Michael. Maybe she does at this point. But I think more she cares about what people will think of her and how she's being portrayed. You're very hung up on her being the second choice. Because I think she is. And I think there's something to that. I think this is what happens when people sign up for the show because they want to be on TV and not actually get married to a stranger. And I'm not saying, oh, she wants to be an influencer. No, she doesn't. But she's in this moment. She's in this quarter life crisis or midlife crisis where she's going like, I have to just go against all my natural instincts. I have to climb this rock. I have to do something crazy. I have to marry a stranger. She doesn't actually want to do any of this stuff. Yeah. But for some reason she's doing it and she can't follow through. She can't sleep without her essential oils and she can't marry a stranger, but she's trying to, and she's going to have a lot more panic attacks while she tries to fight through this. It's almost like her new year resolution. Exactly. And they fail. My new year, resol- my new year resolution in a way, because I don't do them. <laughs> my new year resolution. New year resolution was to, when I leave the house, always look presentable. And I'm not saying like done up with makeup and stuff, but like, well, let's at least put in like a the nice sweatpants and how the many nice days do we sweater. make it? Yeah, probably like a week. It's February first. You we- see how I look now, and I rolled out. Oh, it's February. Yeah, do we make it a month? Uh, no, hmm. I, I failed earlier this week, but I was just like, oh, like, do I really want to change my sweatpants to go to the store? I'm like, oh, I'll just go with the stained ones. Mm-hmm. And so, well, that's what she's trying to do. And sooner or later, you learn that you can be a little sillier, right? And you can do a little crazier things. But at the end of the day, you cannot just change. No, no. All right. This is a good place to take a break. We will tell you about our sponsors. And when we come back, we will talk about one of Teresa's favorite things, cats. All right. (laughs) We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Meow. 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 Well, Austin is allergic to cats. Hello, Teresa. I am allergic to just seeing cats. Hello, Teresa. <laughs> um, no, I'm you're, getting, you're guys, getting better. I'm getting a little better. As long the, as the cat is fun. I'm taking the phone off the hook. Um, yes, it's got to be a cute, fluffy cat. And Teresa is absolutely in. If it serves, that's even better. A surfing cat? Mm-hmm. You remember uh, we watched the video, or was it the cat on a boat? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Teresa, it was a water skiing squirrel. Oh, woo! Wait, yes, yes, yes. But oh, I saw a great video recently. It was 
a cat that's been to like 30 countries, mm-hmm. the cat that's been treated as a dog on a leash, climbing mountains, wow. swimming in the ocean, being on the plane, traveling the world. That's the type of a cat I can put my mind behind. You just said Chloe couldn't become silly, but a cat can become a dog? <laughs> I think cat can become a dog more so than Chloe can be silly. All right. All right. You heard it here first. So they are visiting Austin's family. They're doing a little history tour at Valley Forge. Mm-hmm. It's fun. But before you know it, they're back in Denver. Back and- in Denver and they still have not banked. I'll say it again. Small penis. No, for those who have forgotten. I don't think Austin is attracted to Becca whatsoever. I think he is. Listen, if you're not attracted, I think Brennan has a thing with Emily because he's showing it to us. I think we've seen people who are not attracted to the other half on the show over and over and over Austin is all over Becca. He keeps hugging her. He keeps kissing her. She doesn't have to ask for it. Mm. He makes these little... It's fake. It's fake. You think so? He only... Can someone be this fake? For eight weeks? Yeah. I don't think so. Absolutely. When the cameras are on? Absolutely. Why do you bring her to Philadelphia to meet your grandparents? Because they're married. And he's he's doing all he can to put on this show. When, When she's not there, when it's just him and the guys, he's not as effusive... With his love. I would love to know how he is when the cameras aren't there. I don't, I think he has, I I think it goes back to the religion and maybe some whatever issues he has, but I think he's into her. I think also that because his lack of intimacy, he's going to destroy it. He's leading her on and I feel bad. You can you can wait to see grandma for another month. You don't need to fly to freaking Philadelphia. What if it was like her 90th birthday? They didn't show us the party, so I doubt it. Well, I don't know that grandma wants to be on TV. It's just go by yourself. Just be like, hey, I wanna I need to spend some time with my family. If you're not attracted to someone, you don't want to spend time with someone, you're not gonna fly to freaking Philadelphia with them. He's not attracted to her, but let's see if sex DP can help. Yeah. Well, his excuse why they did not bang on the trip is because he developed a cat allergy. <laughs> and I do believe that because I recently developed a allergy. I don't know to what. We're trying to figure it out, folks. It's We're not a cat. We don't have a cat. It's not fun. It's uh, really miserable. I feel like a frog at times when my I get like 15 eyelids on each eye. Just yeah. my eyes swell. Yeah. But I get it. You can develop allergy. So I, I understand. I get cat allergy. But can you still bang? Absolutely. Just turn the light off. Uh, put the drill in Benadryl. Ooh. Yeah, who would think? How ironic that a pussycat would keep you from getting, I won't say it. Oh. But yes, Sex DP is there to talk about intimacy. And they're like, can you meet, can you first meet our, our fish children? Ugh. Ugh. But I do like fish. Um, Austin says they did the intimacy exercises. They played around with the handcuffs. It wasn't the most sexual, but they had fun. Whose fault? Whose fault is it, Austin? I listen. If we got the sex basket and we started playing with the handcuffs, I think we would laugh more than we would actually use them. I think Man. they're they're so silly. That that's silly to me. <laughs> Furry handcuffs. It's so cliche. It's so forced. 
I don't think I don't think it would actually work its intended purposes. Maybe. I, I that's just me. Um, but Austin does say he's gotten better at initiating things. Becca reluctantly agrees. Reluctantly. And we hear about more of the cat issue. Yeah. But Sex DP, Dr. P uh, just says, try to get a little vulnerable. Express your thoughts. I'm glad you said that. I know. I I said it before you had to. Thank you very much. Well, Becca still says, I need to move forward sexually. Like, if we don't, then who are we? I mean, think about the blue balls this guy has given her. He, Mm. He keeps leading her on, taking her to the edge and never finishes the job. I'm telling you, I think it's either religion or there's something. Maybe he's a virgin. I'm... I think that could be a likely possibility. And he just doesn't want to lose it on TV. And he knows he's going to divorce her after eight weeks and he's religious, so he doesn't want to bang before actual marriage. I honestly, I hope, I do see them together. If they get a divorce, I'll be upset. But the previews looked wild when he just walked away from the bedroom because maybe she was trying to get intimate. Yeah. So I really want to get to the bottom of what happened. That's like, why what's need going the, on? That's why I need the handcuffs. Mm. Can't walk away. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Wish them luck. Wish them luck. Someone who just needs to call it. Yeah, because guys, if you need to use a cutting board as a walking stick to talk to your significant <laughs> other, Ta- a talking stick or I a think walking it's time stick. Time to call for the lawyer. I also don't understand talking sticks. I think it's just like so you don't interrupt each other. So it's like a polite way to talk for people who have communication issues. How about your words are the talking stick and I won't talk until you're done talking. I know we talk over each other all the time on the podcast, but we're, we're passionate. We're fired up and I get that that could happen during an argument. But if we're not trying to be, I mean, we are trying to be conscious about not talking over each other. But instead of whipping out the pizza paddle, just be like, hey, let let us finish our thoughts before the other person talks and we don't have to pass back and forth this dumb fraternity yeah. paddle because they stop passing it back and forth after the first sentence anyways. Because it's dumb. Also, if I was Emily, I would take that paddle and smack Brennan upside the head with it. Oh, yeah. Brennan stinks. This guy stinks. And he's actually starting to annoy me more than Orion. Because Orion is out of the picture for now. Maybe I forget. He's going to go on the retreat. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. But just everything he says is a lie. He's putting in zero effort. He's trying to make himself look like the hero. If I hear him say, do we really want to go? Do we really want to talk about Do you really want to talk about this? Like, yes, she does. That's why she's talking about it. Yeah. And then, well, Austin, Brandon says, gets the talking stick and he's like you know like um I really care about you a lot and uh I feel like I, I can imagine not having you in my life and losing you would be very hard it's all talk it's all you all you do is losing her literally every single day why don't you handcuff that paddle to you because you're all talk all Brennan talk. he said something that I didn't understand and maybe you can shine some light on this he said that it's very easy to blur the lines between friendship and relationship isn't that what you want thank you thank you for bringing it up because that is literally that's why he's pissing me so he's ah the whole (laughs) 
I just can't deal with people that are two-faced, saying one thing, meaning the other, talking out both sides of their ass. The whole point of the reset, right, was that hopefully you would just naturally become friends and transition into a romantic relationship. And now he's saying, well, we need to make sure we don't blur the lines. It's like you are trying to blur the lines. You need to blur the lines. That's the whole point. Otherwise, get a divorce because as PC says, this isn't friendship at first sight. This is married at first sight. Correct. Our our, uh, neighbors are going to be like, what the fuck? Are they podcasting again? When is it it coming out? When is it coming out, guys? They're listening to it right now. They're getting the live (laughs) podcast. It's crazy. It's crazy. And I'll say it again. When they start getting into it and he's like, are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure? Yes. That's why she's bringing it up. Yeah, and Emily says that she sometimes doesn't even feel like they're friends. For example, like Michael's wedding, because it's how she feels. And also other people keep picking up on it. And Brennan's like, well, I don't care what other people think. Let's just focus on ourselves. I feel like that's the most important. So focus. You don't focus on shit. He's the worst. He's literally like... Well, as long as we're happy with one another, that's all that matters. Oh, she's yeah. she's not happy with you, yeah. though. She's not. So stop trying to, I'll, I'll use the word, stop trying to gaslight her exactly. in, into making her think she is happy because she's not. And so the whole, as long as we're happy, it's fine. Well, she's not happy. She's not. She's not happy. And she's got to talk to Claire about it. Yes. So the two are chatting. Claire quickly catches us up, says Cameron's recovering. Yeah, I don't think we'll see Cameron anymore. Maybe on the D-Day if he shows up. Yeah, you take care of your health, Cameron. Yeah, for sure. That's most important. But Claire turns the questions to Emily and wants to know what's going on with Brennan. Claire, like myself, doesn't think Brennan is treating Emily even like a friend. Mm-hmm. Not treating her fairly. He's trying to change her, nitpicking her, what she says, what she does. You know what's crazy? Out of all these people on the show, Emily is the one who's never been in a relationship. And she's the one who's trying very hard to figure this out. Totally. Which is awesome. It's honorable. Totally. And here's an interesting insight that we get. When Emily said, you know, he was fine with me and how I acted and how I talked. In the beginning, he was fine with it. But then it changed when he decided this is not the image he wants to portray. Like something happened. Mm. Something happened where he was like, oh, yeah, I'm on camera and I don't want to be seen in this light, whatever that light is. Yeah, maybe but the drinking and the partying. Drinking, the I, par- I want to be the serious guy mm. because that he's giving such serious, boring, flatline energy. It's like, it is so calculated that he's trying to just, I'm always going to be calm. Are you sure you want to talk about this? Are you sure? He Just get real. Show yeah. some emotion at some point. No, I totally agree. What, what really bothers me is how much Emily defends him. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he's being the best he can be. He's doing the best he can. It's like, stop, take off the rosy glasses, get real. You deserve better. I don't know if she's saying it to say it or if she actually accepts his behavior, but like, oh, he's being the best he can be. No, he's not. He stinks. He does. Stinks. Yes. 
All right. Let's loop PC into the mix because someone needs to shine some light on these two. And they've been trying. Yeah. PC's been trying. He comes in and says, you guys are in the friend zone. And he explains it, which is a great point because they are in the friend zone. Not even that. They're in the I don't like you zone. Or, yeah. And I am trying to understand you zone. Yeah. PC does not like the F word. It sets a boundary around the relationship. And it's so true. If you are resetting to a friend zone, it's going to be hard to break out of. And the whole idea is to blur that line and find yourself back in a romantic relationship. And PC knows once you set that friendship boundary, it's going to be hard to break. And Brandon dressed up nicer than for the one month anniversary just for <laughs> PC's visit. Yeah, he ended up wearing the same shirt he wore through his interview. Yeah, so this was interesting because PC says, let's look at your interviews. I almost feel like PC, the experts, they're failing so bad, so bad that they just, this is like evidence. Like, so we're trying, see, this is proof. We're going to show you the video to show you that we're actually trying. We're not just phoning this in. You said this. See, we're, see, we matched you because of what you said. We're trying. Well, that's the, that's the thing. They matched them because, let's not skip ahead. They, uh, they matched them because let's, we watched, um, Emily's video first. That's Emily. Everything she said, the yeah. way she acted, she seemed a little nervous, but that's Emily. That this is her. Brennan agrees. PC agrees. Emily agrees. Everything she said is who she is. Yep. But then we watch Brennan's video, and besides the fact that he's wearing the same shirt, yeah. probably his favorite shirt, everything he says contradicts <laughs> who he is. And so they said, oh, look at this guy. He really, like, he wants a solid wife. He wants to be married. He wants to be there for her. That's not him. He said, I, I, I would try hard. I just, you know, I would do everything I could. But that's not the guy Emily got. And I'm glad she said it. Trust the process. Bro, you're not trusting it. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, the only thing that was consistent was his shirt. And the only thing you need to look at during this, them watching Brennan's video, was Emily's eyes. Because they were falling out of her head very hard. As she listened to his interview, I think she was just like, oh my God, that's not the guy I got. No. Well, what, what, what did I get? It's whatever cheap copy of this guy? Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. So we we basically get video evidence that Brennan's a liar because yeah. he's not upholding anything he said in the video. I don't even think he's a liar, but I think he... No, he... Well, he I, I think what he said is who he wants to be. Right. I think he went into this saying, this is all I want. This is who I want to be. This is how I feel. But when shit hits the fan and you things get real... You cannot always be the guy you want to be. You have to be the guy you are and then work with that. But he isn't. Well, what he was saying in the video, I imagine, is in the best circumstance, like it, in his mind, of course, he's going to get married to someone he's attracted to, someone he's going to fall in love with, someone that checks most of the boxes. So, like, of course, I'm going to fight for that person. I'm going to give it everything I got because in my mind, I'm married to the love of my life. In reality, 
if you're married to someone you're not attracted to or who gives you the ick or whatever, yeah, you're not going to fight for that. And, and I wouldn't expect you to, but that's why you don't get married to strangers. And he said, it. he's like, well, it's different when you are in a romantic situation. It's true. You act differently when you are interested in someone romantically, but he was interested in Emily romantically. What yeah. the heck happened? Yeah. Yeah. We, we still don't know. Yeah. We, you all have different theories. You've all have called in. None of your theories align with anyone else. Like there's like 94 different theories out there. 94 at the least. But we we want to know one. I think Emily's kind of at, at the loss because she's calling her friend Mackenzie, the one that always tells her how things are. Emily has talked to friends and family more than she's talked to Brennan at this point. That's a great point. So Mackenzie. It's like, all of us. Yeah, doesn't understand Brendan, doesn't understand why he's doing this or if he's real or not. And I'm starting to feel like the only reason they matched Emily with Brendan is because she's the only one who would put up with his bullshit because it's constant bullshit. And for some reason, she continually accepts it and is okay with it. Everyone else would have walked away by now. Yeah. And Mackenzie called it. She says, he's a master manipulator because for some reason he's doing all this to you and you still care. Well, here's the thing. She brings up boundaries and she's like, I don't even know what my boundaries are. She goes, the only thing I can think of is just like no disrespect. Right? So she just wants Brennan to respect her. She doesn't even respect herself. Yeah. To, to stay in this relationship and put up with this bullshit, she's not respecting herself. But here's what I think it's sad. I think Emily before Brennan did respect herself. She seemed like a very, and she, she strikes me as a very confident, successful woman, right? Yeah. I think what's happening to her is that maybe she, she never, she never got dumped. I know she never dated, but, or was in a serious relationship, but I think She's very pretty. She probably went out and got the guy she wanted. And then it was on her terms, right? Mm -hmm. I don't want to date you onto the next one, right? Now she's married to someone who's not that hot about her. And maybe that's why she's still into this, trying to fix it. Some people love fixing things. I want to push back on that. Okay. Yes, she's pretty. Yes, she's fun. But something happened. Between Emily and Brennan, where... <laughs> that's my theory. That's one of them. Where within a week or so, he was totally turned off, right? Mm -hmm. Does that same thing happen with all those other guys that she dates? And that's why those relationships end very quickly. Mm. And she's never in a long-term relationship. But it's a lot easier to just stop calling. It's a lot easier to ghost when you're not married. I don't know. I... Know a guy who got with a girl in college and she peed the bed every time she drank. <gasps> so she did a little shtick where in the middle of the night she would get a glass of water and she would pretend to spill the water and be like, oh my God, I can't believe I spilled the water. Oh. Well, when you pull that shtick with every guy in the hockey team, they talk. <laughs> <laughs> and no one spills water every single night. Oh, that's so, not good. So all I'm saying is people have tendencies to repeat 
things. And if those things are a turnoff, well, you're going to get left. Brennan, it's harder to leave. So I'm just pushing back a little bit and saying maybe all the other guys, it wasn't her choice to leave. Maybe they experienced something very early in and left. And that's why she couldn't lock down a long-term relationship. I can't see her peeing the bed drunk. Did we just figure it out? Maybe. I didn't even think about it until just now. Nice. That's she I can totally see how this is a turn off. I feel like, let's say, if you're married and you're or you're a boyfriend, girlfriend for a long time and it happens once, you can maybe get past it. Yeah. You can be like, oh my gosh, that was such a wild night. If it happens repeatedly and people have this issue. Repeatedly. I think I just <laughs> inadvertently cracked the case. Let's see. She gets but drunk I, I and can, she pees the bed. I can literally see how this could yeah, be. Yeah, and that's because one like, of our friends mentioned it, by the way. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, one of your friends beat the bed with you in it too. Oh my gosh! Don't remind me of that. But I love my friend. But if it happens again, I think that would be it. Yeah. All right. That is it. That's the episode. I was fired up on this one. Sorry, me guys. too. Sorry, guys. So thank you for listening. What an episode. If you guys want to hear more, if you want to hear our thoughts on the single life, you can do that on Patreon and Supercast, patreon.com slash Supercast.com. That coverage starts at the Cousins Club level. Family Affair gets a video of that podcast plus a monthly bonus. Mm-hmm. Also, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Pod. Make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash the like it's as hot. It's the next episode because that look hot. And if you haven't left a review, please do. You guys know we're suckers for some love. Suckers. If you leave a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on the Monday podcast for the world to hear. Correct. All right. That is it. I've said it. I've said too much. I think think I've said too much. I've said too much too. I rarely say too much, Teresa. I think you always do. You just don't want to admit. (laughs) I'm admitting it today. I've said too much. Teresa, you... Always. All right. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.